Well, this summer, if you take a walk past the GPO in Dublin or down Grafton Street, most nights you'll see dozens of homeless people queuing for the soup runs. Hot food and clothes are being distributed by volunteers on a daily basis. However, some of the operators are now being inspected by the HSE and have been found to be in breach of food safety regulations. Some say this is red tape gone mad. Others argue that there does need to be some more control and quality standards applied. Our reporter Josh Crosby spoke to those on both sides. I've been on the streets for nearly five years now and I'm a regular person at the soup runs so I, I think they do wonderful work. They're not doing any harm, they're doing, they're doing more good than the government to be honest with you, you know. One of the hundreds of homeless people in Dublin who avails of the services provided by volunteer soup runs. It's estimated there are around 15 to 20 of these soup runs operating throughout the city, offering food, clothes, toiletries and more. However, recently a few of them have been visited by the HSE's Environmental Health Service and following inspections they have received letters informing them that they are breaching certain food safety regulations. I met with mother and daughter Denise and Anne Carroll from the Homeless Street Cafe who explained the situation. So we're five years into this now and we've had no interaction before with any um, environmental health or HSE or anything and on one of our recent visits to town on a Tuesday night to set up our stand we found inspectors waiting for us. They had a number of questions they wanted to ask us and information that they needed from us so we complied, we had a chat I was hoping, I suppose, that that there would be a grey area that we would fall into, not being a charity, not being a food business, you know, being none of these things. But unfortunately, we did receive a letter to say that we were in breach of a number of regulations and that they would be re-inspecting us and may have to enforce closure. You come from a medical background yourself, so you understand the importance of, I suppose, high standards, high quality. But some people would say that, no, the food should be done up to a certain standard. No, absolutely. I understand food hygiene, the need for infection control, sanitary conditions. And we wouldn't be adverse to any sort of recommendations, any assistance whatsoever from environmental health or the HSE. The thing is, that's not what's being offered. We're being enforced the same type of regulations that food businesses and profit-making businesses adhere to who have those resources. I don't want to have to tell people who come to me, no, you can't help the homeless because you're not a registered HSE site and you're not this. We have a pensioner who comes to me and makes some sandwiches out of her pension. Am I now to tell her that's not good enough anymore? I just think if we go down that road... I don't know, all our humanity is lost. Where do you go from here now yourself? I suppose that's the big question. I mean, I feel like I still have to turn up and do what I'm doing. We'll engage with the inspectors, but we really want to appeal to the better nature of HSE, Environmental Health, Dublin City Council. We're doing a job here that the government is failing to do. If they want to do it, absolutely off you go. If not, why don't you help us to do it? But at the very least, just leave us alone to do it if nobody else is willing to help. I'm Carol, I'm Denise's mother. Well, Denise got involved first and then, of course, I went in just to see what was happening and that was the end. I had to keep going in and I'm going in ever since. And just as you were saying about people cooking the meals, it's all the voluntary community aspect of it. It's just ordinary people cooking extra dinners, let's put it like that. They do it on a Tuesday, the same day they cook their own dinner in their own kitchens, cooked to perfection. We collect it, we bring it in and we distribute it to the homeless, to the needy, to the best of our ability. People will tell you the need isn't there. The need is there and it's huge. Nobody queues in the middle of Grafton Street for a bowl of hot food if they don't have a need. And you'll be asking the powers that be to let you continue doing this? 
I would plead with them to let us do this. I'm a long time around and I just really feel like this disgusts me if this is what the country is coming to. This is nanny state at its worst. If we cannot be allowed to do that, put as much effort into helping us to do it as trying to stop us. Having met with Denise and Anne, it's hard not to see how much the soup run means to them and how attached they've become with their work. I wanted to find out how vital these services are to those who use them and what they think of the requirements being asked. I've been on the streets for nearly five years now and I'm a regular person at the soup run, so I I think they do wonderful work, you know. They're not only there for the soup runs, they're there for contacts or treatment centres, they're there for bedding, putting us up at night, telephones, ringing people for us. Like they're going out their own way, they're taking time to do all this for us, you know, and they don't have to, they're doing it all voluntarily. So what do you think about them being asked now to comply with stricter rules? I think it's silly, silly, yeah. Maybe with, with the corona and all, the, the COVID and all, I understand that, but other than that, yeah, I think they're doing a great job, you know. They're not doing any harm, they're doing, they're doing more good than the government, to be honest with you, you know. I've been in uh, Dublin now, through the hostel scenes and sleeping rough over the last seven, nearly eight years. Living up here now, as I said, going through the hostels, how helpful are the soup runs for you? Oh, brilliant, brilliant. I got, I got these runners, look at these runners, like they're, they're, they're proper, like, that you, you pay a couple of hundred quid in the shop for. I got them off a of soup run. The Simon community donated me a guitar, so I'm trying to get me busking license and go out and do a bit of busking, because this is shameful, you know. Do you be practising the guitar in the hostel? Oh, oh, yeah, I write my own songs and all, you know. Right. Do you think there does need to be more kind of control? Oh, definitely. Look at the mountain of them that popped up all over the place. Like, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it firsthand. Now, listen, I'm not going to paint them all. There's some lovely people out there will, that will bend over backwards for you. Like I said, the woman that gave me these runners and everything, like, but look at You've always got a couple in there that have ulterior motives, let's put it that way. I live just off Marion Square. And how helpful are the soup runs that sit up around the city? Fantastic. The people are great. The people who give up their time, if you need help in any way, they will help you. And do you think there needs to be more control or do they need to be set to a higher standard? They do the best standard they can. Some of the homeless people living on the streets and in the hostels of Dublin. It's not just the homeless street cafe that's been inspected by the HSE. Glenda Harrington from Friends Helping Friends tells me she had a similar experience. Two representatives from the HSE were there when I pulled up. Um, They were standing at the top of the queue of 300 people. I pulled up in the van. Now I knew who they were. They just said why they were there. They told me that they they would be able to shut me down if they deemed it necessary, but they weren't going to. They gave me a list of things that I needed to do, I needed to comply with, that they'd send it to me in letter form. Some of the stuff in the letter outlined to me is just, you know, it's crazy, it's undoable. Could you describe or give us a taste of what they're asking for? I mean, we're not asking for every single rule not to be applied. We're happy to work with what we can, but they want us to have a fully equipped working kitchen where all the stock is held and where the food will be prepared weekly. I prepare all the food in my kitchen myself. I get the meat from the local butchers. They want to know where it's stored. They want to know where it's kept. They want to know where all my equipment is kept. They want me to register with the HSC, which I wouldn't be over happy to do. I mean, I didn't start this off to be a business or to be registered with anybody. I simply wanted to help people. As my group's name says, we're friends helping friends and that's all we want to do. They asked us, all of our workers, to be HSC trained. Um, We simply can't afford that. 
there's 10 of us. Um, two of my volunteers are in their 60s. So where do you go from here now? Is there a, a date that you have to have this done by or are you going to be going back in again? Well, they sent me the list I, and I, I was given, I think I have three months to complete the list, but they'll be back into me next Tuesday again to do another inspection and they'll expect me to have most of it done. And will you have no. most of it done? No. No, I won't. I'll probably maybe have three or four things ticked off the list, the easy things, but the rest are just not doable for us. At the, definitely not. Like, is there an argument that, you know, the standard of food has to be at the Absolutely. same quality? I get what they're saying. I get that there's an argument and I totally understand that people have to be kept safe, but I just find it very unfair. In our eyes and in our minds, we're doing the job of the government. We're doing the job of the HSC sometimes. So support us and help us and don't be trying to knock us down and get rid of us. In a statement, the HSE says all food businesses must comply with the requirements of food law, defining a food business as any undertaking, whether for profit or not, and whether public or private, carrying out any activities related to production, processing and distribution of food. It also says that people accessing homeless services are among the most vulnerable in the community and may be immunocompromised and the risk of serious illness from foodborne infection needs to be kept in mind. This is something the Director of Enforcement Policy with the Food Safety Authority of Ireland, Dr Bernard Hegarty, says is why such measures are being asked of the Supruns. We rely on our food suppliers and the whole food supply chain for every person who works in that that link to maintain the high standards of food safety that that we're accustomed to uh, in Ireland. People will say that those who are living in poor conditions would be happy to accept any quality of food and I suppose that these requirements or red tape are unnecessary. What would you say to that? Sure. I wouldn't describe the requirements as red tape. They're enforced in a proportionate way and in a supportive way. I think that I wouldn't accept uh, the idea that because somebody is in a vulnerable position or poorer, that they should receive a, a lower standard of safety with regards to the food that they're being supplied with. I think society owes them more than that. And uh, we need to make sure that they are uh, provided with safe food. Those who are volunteering, they say that they want to work with the authorities to provide their services. Do you think, is there a future for this type of soup-run model? First of all, I think that we need to to acknowledge that people who are doing good for other people here by volunteering do play in in many, many different operations. There are many uh, organisations that provide uh, charitable services of all kinds to people and they're all to be commended and supported in that. I think there is certainly a future for it, but it can't be one that compromises on the, the food safety and I think it would be important for them to to engage with the uh, relevant inspectorates. In this case, it's the Environmental Health Service of the HSE, uh, which is the frontline uh, service that engages with these people and can uh, provide guidance to them and provide them with sources of other information so they can set things up properly. But also they do have to verify that at the end of the day that these uh, organisations are complying with their legal responsibilities to provide safe food. That's Dr. Bernard Hegarty, Director of Enforcement Policy with the FSAI, ending that report on the importance of health and safety standards of the soup runs. Am I missing something here? Um, Food prepared in someone's kitchen, the kind of food they'd serve their own children, um, and you're serving it to people who may be sleeping in a tent under a canal bridge where rat infestation is normal. I don't know. I don't know. World gone mad.